Colossal Tussle Podcast, episode number 44, quote the KJ Nevermore. It is I, it is I, KJ Sandman Johnson. KJ, the network is not happy, Johnson, alongside, well, (laughs) it's the John Show. Like that. The swinging schlong of extreme. Just John. It's a birthday bonus, buddy. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, a little late, but still technically a birthday bonus. Yeah, your fault. Your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here birthday bonus in it up. And what does that mean? What? Well, what it means is, is that we have decided. Mm-hmm. As a, as a group, as a unit, as a tandem, mm-hmm. as a couple, if you will, <laughs> as a tandem, <laughs> that for our respective birthdays, we were going to pick each other's show that we would review. Yep. Something small, you know, nothing, nothing Just major. A little, a little nugget for you. Yeah, guys. we Just wouldn't, we song. wouldn't give you an odyssey to do. <laughs> Not like a five-hour WrestleMania by chance, but just a little something to just just nibble on your birthday, like like not the birthday cake, birthday cupcake. Yeah, birthday cupcake. <laughs> or like the little goodie bags that they give you at like birthday parties. Exactly. Do they still exactly. do that? Do they still yeah, some, do goodie sometimes, bags? Sometimes, sometimes okay. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this goodie bag for just John <laughs> that I bequeathed to him, his birthday cupcake was, you're a big fan of ECW. I am. You're I am. A, a huge fan of ECW. And when you said that, I was expecting yeah. to review some ECW. Well, I technically reviewed some you, ECW. You definitely reviewed something called ECW. <laughs> <laughs> The three letters were present. <laughs> they were indeed, but attached to those <laughs> letters was WWE ECW. Yep. And that's what we're reviewing. We are reviewing a very, very special episode of ECW. We are reviewing what I come to find out was the very last episode of ECW to take place in the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yep, I wonder why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is the August 1st, 2006 edition of ECW. Yes, sir. Yes, Mm -hmm. sir. Mm -hmm. Um... Again, uh, I hate it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be doing something else, but oh my God. Well, listen, this here is, we are. This is a special, monumental, historic edition of ECW. And I would argue, I would argue much more historic than all of the last year of ECW in 2000. So, well. <laughs> <laughs> 
1996. <laughs> this I'm, show right here. I'm just saying, the largest athlete in the world. Oh my god! You didn't have that in your old ECW, did you? No, we did not. Uh huh. <laughs> a a very bald and tired Paul Heyman. Huh? It, <laughs> We're going to get into it, but it, just looking <laughs> at his eyes throughout the whole show, you could just see like his soul is just ripped out of that poor man's body. That's right. That's right. That's right. And of course, this is, this is a very special edition because this is the night that the Big Show defends his ECW title against Batista. That doesn't even sound right. The animal, <laughs> Batista. In an ECW championship match. And it's also CM Punk's uh, debut. CM Punk's debut. ECW. No, what more could you want? It's a jam-packed episode. Exactly. Jam-packed. A jam-packed, raucous hour of television, (laughs) if there ever was one. All right? Significantly better than all of ECW. (laughs) (laughs) As we will get into... For this show, for this birthday bonus, just mm-hmm. for you, my guy. Just but before that, there's been a lot of things happening in the world of professional wrestling. A shit ton. Mm-hmm. Oh, Have you been keeping ton. up with current day pro wrestling? Uh, here and there, here mm-hmm. and there. I haven't watched like full shows in a while, mm-hmm. just because I feel like they're kind of spinning in, in in circles for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same stuff going on. But I, I pop my head in every now and then, see what's going on. Yep, yep, I keep yep. up to date with the headlines and shit like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Gotta get excited. The Royal Rumble this weekend. Yep. yep. Uh, for our podcast listeners, we are doing this on the 23rd of January, mm-hmm. of which it is taking place, I believe, this Saturday, is it not? On the 27th, I, I believe, yes. Probably, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, so that's that's coming up. But yeah, let's um let's break down some of the headlines. Um, uh-huh. Where do you want to start? International, WWE, AEW. I mean, I mean, WWE is where it's at right now. Yeah, everybody yeah. is listening and talking about a uh, about WWE. It is on the tongue, especially because as of the today's, as of this afternoon, WWE Monday Night Raw is coming off of television next year and going over. To Netflix. It will be a Netflix exclusive mm-hmm. every week, just like on television, but on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, not sh- well, we saw something similar with Lucha Underground when mm-hmm. they did their thing, but I think they were uploading like full seasons. Yeah. This is kind of going to be like more like every week a new yeah. episode type of thing, like live. So it's going to be interesting, interesting to see. Um, Another headline also from the WWE camp, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins out with yeah. an injury. Yeah, 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 but not vacating the title, apparently. He's going to hang on to that. He feels he will be back in time for WrestleMania. Oh, okay. John uh-huh. Cena, the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> all right. Because he's got a torn MCL, I believe, or ACL, I something of that nature. I think nature. it's MCL and something mm. else. He he tore two things. He got some yeah. meniscuses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those meniscuses. They're, yeah, they're so, getting torn. All right, well, that's, that's. I mean, I would have liked some sort of tournament for the, for the title, but mm. I guess Royal Rumble season being right there, they don't want to. Well, I think they're begging for this CM Punk Seth Rollins. 
you know, to happen <laughs> and to happen this year because it would be the worst possible timing in the world for you to have like this made for, you know, television storyline right for WrestleMania. CM Punk comes back. He's like, I'm going to main event. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, sure, okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you the minute. Oh, but the champion's injured. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and, it, and it's all it, it also it's scary for for Rollins as well with mm. with his injury because now there's so many people coming into WWE right now. Yeah, because I'm hearing reports that uh, Okada might be going to the, like it's between, of course, WWE and AEW, mm. but. A lot of people close to him are saying WWE. Hmm. So, you know, you add that to Cody, who's been waiting for something, for some sort of story to finish. And then on top of that, you just add CM Punk. You know, you have Judgment Day going on, basically keeping Monday Night Raw together by themselves. So there's a lot of talent that's just waiting to break through. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is also, like, the worst possible time to get injured. Honestly, When they have a plethora of people they could just be like you know what mm-hmm. you hold on to this title yeah, for yeah so the fact that he's not vacating it is, is surprising yeah, yeah. apparently because the, the reports say he's going against the doctor's orders because the doctor's orders are like yeah let's let's not <laughs> do this and uh, seth rollins is like fuck y'all <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna sean michaels it out oh my god he's gonna go to mania put on a semi-fine match don't do it. It's be a good match. I'm just saying, Shawn Michaels, one of the best performers of all time. He hurt his back, went to WrestleMania 14, had a bit of a mediocre match, if we're being honest. Oh my god. The Austin era begun with a C plus battle. <laughs> all right. So, but be that as it may. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I, I must imagine that CM Punk is going to win the Rumble. But how do you think it's going to fare, sir, between the men's Rumble and the women's Rumble? Have you got yourself a pick for either one? Uh, I think they're going to do Cody. You think that Cody is going to be a back-to-back winner, I think, eh? I think they're going to do Cody again. You don't think that that would turn the fans that he does it two years in a row? But he has so much babyface momentum right now. Uh-huh. And depending who the final four is, if they can craft this Royal Rumble perfectly mm. and just make him like the lesser of four evils, <laughs> I feel like they'll do Because I, I don't think they'll do CM Because then what? CM Punk? Because isn't the winner going for Reigns at Mania? Like, doesn't the winner of the Rumble? No, it doesn't Rumble? have to be. No. They choose whichever world champion they want to fight, right? But it's like, why would, like, if you have the chance to go for the undisputed and uh-huh. then the shit that Seth Rollins is carrying, wouldn't yeah. you go for Roman? Like, I mean, yes. Unless the storyline <laughs> is so good that you're like, no, fuck Roman. Well, I think that's what they're trying yeah. to do with the Seth Rollins I don't business. Because then, then you have what? Then Cody's going to be like, yeah, I lost at the Rumble, but I still get Roman. Then mm. it's like, well, then what's the purpose of the Rumble? Okay, okay. Well, well, riddle me this. Riddle me this. With the introduction of The Rock at day one. Oh, yeah. Along with, apparently, The Rock has taken a seat at the head of the boardroom table (laughs) in TKO. And he gets the rights to his name back. Mm -hmm. He can finally call himself The Rock again. Mm -hmm. So... 
what do you think about that monkey wrench? Could that play part in the road to WrestleMania? I I totally I didn't even think of that, but now that you now now that you mention it, they could play we play with that a little mm. bit in in the storyline of which I would hate if I'm being completely honest. Roman versus Rock, or just the idea of that story? Roman versus Rock for the for the title, mm. because it would be a foregone conclusion that, that Roman Reigns yeah. will retain, yeah. and then you will have to have yet another year of a gentleman who is rapidly decreasing his amount of appearances. Like I think. I don't know the math on this. I have not done the digging. I could if I wanted to. I think he might be appearing less than Brock Lesnar when he was Universal and or WWE Champion. 100%. Because the thing with Brock is that like he would be gone for a while, but he would come back and, of course, do like a squash match, but yeah. he would come back. And he was also there for all four... Big yeah. pay-per-views. Like, Roman was not last, at Survivor Series. What was the last match? I can't even remember the last match Roman had. Saudi Wasn't Arabia, I believe. Versus... Uh, who LA Knight? No. Holy... But that was a while ago. October, that I believe. That was a while ago. Yeah. So, I believe his appearances are becoming extremely less yeah. i saw i saw i saw that they announced him the other day for smackdown and i tuned in i haven't been tuning in but i had the day yeah. off so i'm like fuck i'll tune in let me see what roman's up to he was on screen for like maybe 15 minutes yeah and that was it and, I'm like, segment and, and that's that's it <laughs> and i i get i get the whole idea of keeping him special he's supposed to be a main event guy he's supposed to be the big final boss i absolutely yeah. i absolutely get that it's just it's the same problem that I had with somebody like a Brock Lesnar part-time Mega Man. Actually, no, because I I I learned to grow on Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Goldberg. Oh. It's the same issue that I had with Goldberg. Yeah. That man did not deserve to be anywhere near the world title. And I would argue The Rock has no business being near the world title either. Yeah. Because, again, as a person with even some slight knowledge of the wrestling business, as I'd like to think we do. <laughs> no, we know a thing or two. We know, foregone conclusion, The Rock is not going to win because no. he's not going to stick around. He would be even less no. part-time than that of Roman Reigns. Especially <laughs> especially with all the things, because uh, this summer or this spring, sorry, mm -hmm. he has his football league starting up. Yeah. So I doubt he's going to be able to train full-time to compete in the WWE. Exactly. And also be at, you know, all these fucking games every weekend. Mm -hmm. Plus yeah. all these other ventures that he's doing and the movies and all that. Yeah. Like, if we barely see Roman, we're never seeing The Rock. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so from a from a person in the know, that perspective already takes the intrigue out of it, for mm -hmm. me personally. Mm -hmm. um, and then from a kayfabe perspective, <laughs> like, why can you just walk back in and immediately insert yourself, not just in a title match, which is egregious enough, yeah. but a main event? At WrestleMania, no less. The big 4-0 on then, top of that. And then it just makes everything Cody went through feel just 
even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Even worse. Because it just feels like we're just stalling and spinning our wheels. Yep. And it it just, it it screams to me a lot of, yes, big marquee, names, names, names. But it also just kind of screams to me, yeah, we just kind of want to break records now. Yep. So it's a and lot of throw fodder, throw fodder, throw fodder. It's the same thing that I feel kind of like with Gunther. With Rhea Ripley, who's never had she a credible challenger yeah. since last year winning it. Like, a lot of champions in this day and age under Triple H's reign, I I agree that they're good for stability purposes with the championship, but mm-hmm. I also feel there is a lot of emptiness yeah. with these title reigns. There's only so many good to great matches we can have <laughs> on Raw without somebody taking an objective look back and being like, how many of those Gunther matches do you remember from the last year? Yeah, yeah. Other than WrestleMania. <laughs> And one with Chad Gable. <laughs> yeah, the one on Raw. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, okay, so that's two, maybe three for recency for but, the Miz. Yeah, and the thing with right? um, if if you if you just seen uh Triple H's track record from NXT, from the NXT days, yeah. he does this sort of thing a lot where like once he finds a person that he likes, yeah. that person's gonna win. Forever, like, yeah. If you go back and you look at Shayna Baszler, you look at Oscar's Oscar's time in NXT. Um, who else did he protect a lot back in NXT? Um, Gunther, Gunther, yeah, he protected yeah, Gunther, Gunther a lot in NXT. There's been a lot of there's people. been a lot like right? he. That's his style. Once he finds yeah. a person that he likes, the way they work. Mm-hmm. They're never gonna lose. Yeah. Like they're never losing. Exactly. And I'm not saying that I don't like having well protected and kept strong stars it's just when they've got the iron grip on the title it's like it's a lot of just empty fodder and and sometimes we like if you go back in time there's been title reigns that are short and Mm -hmm. that have been amazing yeah Yeah. or like title reigns that like the champ and the challenger exchange it Mm -hmm. back and forth you know yeah not a lot, but still, like we reviewed Rock and Mankind. Exactly, they, they traded it back and forth every time. Each time was like, "Holy shit!" Like, what a great exactly next step in the story. Like, These things were eventful. Don't get me wrong; some title reigns deserve to have yeah uh, these long uh, title reigns, but yeah, every now and then, every now and then, it doesn't. It's not gonna hurt to to shake things up exactly. a little bit, you know. I think, like, when I look at with these long title reigns, somebody like Hulk Hogan. Hulk mm-hmm. Hogan had a four-year title reign. I would say Hulk Hogan had pivotal feuds mm-hmm. for most of his reign. Like, yeah. he didn't always face the same dude over and over again, like Roddy Piper, for example. You know, he didn't always face Roddy, but he had that feud for the year with Roddy Piper. So it was yeah. like, I'm always going after Piper, but I'm going to fight John Studd, Paul Orndorff, Bob Orton. I'll have these defenses, but yeah. Piper is my story. King Kong Bundy's my story. Andre the Giant's my story. Randy Savage is my story. Like, there was always yep. some big, huge feud to keep him going. And they can't even use the excuse of a lack of talent because their roster is jam-packed with talent. Very With guys so. that are just ready, that are just waiting for their chance to kind of just take the ball and run with it. Yeah, and it, it just it kind of sucks because it's like, 
I feel like they've hot-shotted a lot of things, or they've kept them to, like, this four-way that's coming up. That L.A. Knight, Randy Orton, A.J. Styles, like, that's Listen, three people that you could have gotten, like, six months each out of, really. And and we're going to get... We're gonna get back into talk. I just wanna uh, 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 just say say my piece uh, real quick before we keep going. It's been a couple months already. We gave him time. Match after match. Uh oh. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sold. I'm not sold on LA Knight. Oh, I'm not sold oh, on oh. it. I was trying to give him his time. I'm like, let let me let him cook a little bit. But it's been months, and I mm. every time I see him, I'm like, I'm just not impressed. Oh, I'm not impressed. I'm not sure oh. if maybe you you've been a little bit more on on the money with, with that type of stuff, wow. but I just haven't seen anything. Well, like not even a little all bit. Right. Well, thank you for tuning in to the, the- podcast. <laughs> We're officially canceled. <laughs> like this fatal four way. I'm I like I just he just seems like out of place in it. I don't like him. Yeah, I. D- it's tough because I know that he's got he's got something. He's got some sort of charisma, what, um, some sort of yeah, likability. Yeah. To me, when he was stumbling and fumbling so much on the microphone mm-hmm. leading up to Roman and then eventually when he had his little bit ri- with Roman mm-hmm. and he was still kind of not up to scratch. Yeah. I I feel like that kind of really faltered me on him. Yeah, and I remember the podcast that we did that you did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like whatever like I thought that's something that could be fixed with time. Yeah. Yeah. But he just seems like he's a bit more of a fumbling kind of stumble over his lines kind of guy like yeah. he's got I feel like his brain works faster than his mouth does. <laughs> And that's not a knock on him per se. That's a great way to put it. (laughs) It's Yeah, because I feel like he's got so many one-liners maybe, and he's like, but he's not He wants to get them all out. Yeah, Yeah, he's not got Bobby Heenan. He's not got Roddy Piper that's just so quick-witted with the improv. (laughs) I think he's just got way too many up here, and when he's trying to shoot them out, he can't get all of them. Before his his mouth can compute. <laughs> that's actually a great, great way to sum it up. Like, I've been trying to figure out what it is, and that's actually the... Yeah, I feel like he has a book full of just yeah. great one-liners, and yeah. then when he gets the mic, his, it's just like all yeah. of them just jumble up yeah. in there. And it's like he's trying to form them, and he's like, that would be a great line. That would really yeah. hit. That would really hit. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, let me try and fire out like six of them. And it's like, no, it's yeah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> if you or if, like he'll fire it out, but it'll be late. Like he'll be late to the. Yeah. Like, I've seen I've seen promos of him when he's in the ring with people, and they're waiting for him to do the one line, and yeah. they're like, "Are you gonna?" S-? And then he'll say it, but like you can tell that he will, he says it late. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like yeah. there's those little stutter steps that absolutely a main event dude shouldn't have. Yeah, which is why you know, like that promo off. I'll never forget the promo off that he had with the Miz. It was oh, like Miz. you were specifically given the Miz for a reason because the Miz is. Arguably, I would say the best talker that the WWE has. Easily. easily. Except for now, of course, CM Punk, who has returned. But even he is still waiting to get the grease off the wheels into WrestleMania season. I feel like The Miz uh, made his... uh, 
he earned his other contract with that. With yeah. That. Cause he ate that poor man up. Yeah. I'm like that's exactly crazy. right. And it's like, yeah. Like if you were given the Miz for a very specific reason, cause he can cut the promo, he yeah. can cut the promo exactly whether or not he's even scripted at this point. Cause mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if he is, he might, he might still be, and, but he's been there for 20 years now. He might be able to go it himself. Yeah. And he's one of those guys that doesn't matter which direction you want to go with him mm-hmm. like he like if you want to go the super emotional route like he'll tell you his stories about tough enough or whatever yeah. if you want to go the super champion successful route he has the titles to bat like whichever route you want to go the miz is an expert like he can go mm-hmm. but Ali Knight, I feel like he's way too limited yeah. like he I he, think he's yeah. faltered he yeah. needs a bit of improv class perhaps <laughs> Because I know that the ideas are up there. And if you listen to him in like interviews with Chris Van Vliet, Mm -hmm. very well spoken, very like he makes a lot of articulate sense. Fantastic. When the crowd's on you. When the crowd's on there, you got the microphone, you're trying to get your juices flowing. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. And again, I I honestly think it might just be a situation of his brain is working faster than his mouth. No, that's a a great way to put it. So maybe given time and maybe given a little bit more, like, just pick, like, Two. <laughs> <laughs> not every not every line has to be always yeah. give, me, give me one or two yeah that's it they're like but he's old so it's like he's got to fire these out now and get the money that he can get in now because in 10 years time because he's not very good in the ring bell to bell which that's, is another that's thing. another yes that's, that's a yes. huge detractor it, like the way they pres- present him mm-hmm. and the way he wrestles are yeah. two completely different things. Absolutely, yeah. Two completely different things. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same thing with Elias. You know, Elias was yep. one of the most fantastic characters, one of the best for the gift of the gab. But then when he got in the ring, the it bell was kind of... Like- it was fucking silence. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he was bashing brothers silence. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, there's there's uh, there's a lot that you could talk about with like, those ones. I I can't tell you two moves that that Ellie Knight can do back to back that yeah. like, the crowd could like pop for it. Mm-hmm. Even his finisher just seems kind of yeah, yeah, just the BFT the, the, thing, yeah, the yeah. face plant thing. It's yeah. like okay, I guess it looks like a stunner yeah. and a rock bottom yeah. mixed together. Like Bit I guess a lousy, I don't know. <laughs> lousy stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so much stuff. Putting you on the hot seat, you say Cody Rhodes to win the men's rumble, woman. God damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that division is it's tougher to call, but I will say you've got Bailey, you've got Becky, you do have Nia Jax for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> but Nia's there. Uh who else do you get? But I, I, I feel for the women's rum I might be wrong. I probably am gonna be wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> but I feel like they'll they'll probably take because since uh Rhea doesn't really have any feuds going on, mm. there's nothing really going on with the with the women's uh division yeah so i feel like they take a risk give it to someone who hasn't had it in a while maybe okay Uh, i don't know who that would be a dark horse yeah like maybe Mm. i don't think shayna bay because she has a whole tag team thing going Mm. on yeah yeah 
I don't know, maybe like a Tegan Knox or something. Just some young person, give it to them. Interesting, interesting. Make a star out of them. Mm. But, you know, see if they can survive the Rhea test. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just just shake things up a little bit because if you give it to, you know, Becky versus Rhea Mania mm. or Bailey versus Rhea Mania, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they'll, they'll go someone young, someone who hasn't had it before. Right, right, know? right. Okay, you might be on to something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. very good, very good. Yeah. All right. Wait, where's it going to be? The Royal Rumble? Not a clue, my man. <gasps> <laughs> I have barely kept up with wrestling as it is. The clips are the only things that I have seen. Yeah, I just watched a little YouTube video. And just yeah. news. Just news and just highlighted backstage news. <laughs> That's been my only upkeep with professional wrestling. I did. Again, I have been so killed off. Yeah. By wrestling over yeah. this last year, and I think even a little bit before that, if I'm honest. And yeah, I just cannot be asked to get back in. I think the CM Punk debacle in AEW mm-hmm. soured me a lot on their product. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to we have to talk about the whole AEW things going on mm-hmm, too. Yes, but but yeah, man, there's just no reason to watch wrestling at the moment. So, you know, besides, you know, every now and then there'll be like a pretty good match and shit. But. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's the, for me, it's not going to come up until rumble and after, like I'm definitely tuning yeah. into the Royal rumble. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely watching the, the big pay-per-views but, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But we'll see after that. Yep. <laughs> we really know nothing about the products, do we? Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. <laughs> We try though. We Not try. up to speed with a goddamn thing. I have no <laughs> idea who the U.S. champion is. What's going on in all elite wrestling? Well, since uh, last time we were on mm. one of these uh, shows, yes, uh, MJF has lost his uh, title yeah. to Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the year-long reign is over. Yeah, we we found out who the devil was. Mm-hmm. To no one's surprise, it was Adam Cole. Yeah. Uh, He's doing now the Undisputed Kingdom yeah. with uh, Matt Taven mm-hmm. and the rest of the Kingdom guys. Yeah. <laughs> Roderick Strong. Roderick really Strong. One uh, of the, one Matt of the Taven. Uh, the big dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, Wardlow is, Ward in, Lowe is yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they have that going on. Mm-hmm. MJF is, is nowhere to be seen. Man, he's gone for the moment. Yeah. Yes. And I, I saw that they're kind of creating this super group to go against them with the gun club and the ass yeah uh, the acclaimed coming yeah. together for the for the bang bang <laughs> scissor gang i think they called it <laughs> i think yeah no i think that if it's if that's not their name it should be now mm-hmm. the bang bang scissor gang yeah um, so yeah so there is that um unfortunately it sounds like not much else not not really, honestly. Like they they have a couple fuse going on with Hangman Page and then Swerve Strickland. Um other than that, yeah, they, they kinda they're they're kinda just there. They're kinda, mm. you know, doing doing their, their shows for for the AEW fans and mm. AEW fans so far on Twitter, they haven't been complaining too much. So whatever they got going on over there, it's it's working. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. least for, for now it's working. Yeah. But yeah, not not much going on on the other side of the pond. No, no, there really is not mm-hmm. much going on, yeah. which is kind of a shame because yeah. 
I don't know, in order to counteract some of this big news that's coming with the Royal Rumble and Road to WrestleMania and Elimination Chamber being in Perth, yeah. like this massive venue. And then venue. they got the, the, the Netflix deal going on, mm-hmm. uh, the video game that they announced. Video game, yes. Uh, which I feel like it's kind of it's kind of mean of them to put the whole tagline of the video game being like finishing the story. <laughs> they, this I feel like they're they're just digging into poor Cody, man. God I, damn! I think he would have to this year. Jesus! I just I don't logically see a way to elongate it any oh further, especially they, if it seems like by the sound of it, it might be a cody Rhodes showcase mode it is i think yeah i think it because i saw i saw that they 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 showed captures of dashing cody Rhodes mm. and stardust uh, so i'm not sure if that's just random dlc or if God, that's also going to be part of <laughs> that's gotta hurt <laughs> because cody Rhodes because you know stardust you know why why it's gonna hurt even more because at the end of that showcase mm. The story's not gonna be. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! So, do you think he's never gonna win the titles? Do you think like it's never gonna happen? Listen, the 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 Cody fan in me is like <laughs> amazing that we did two minutes of aid <laughs> and immediately went. But there's nothing to talk about. So yeah, yeah. Listen, the the Cody fan in me would hope. That he gets the redemption he mm. he deserves, and he finds the son of a plumber. Ah, mm. I got the belt, whatever. Mm. But the 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 comedian in me mm. hope he never fucking finishes the <laughs> <his> story. And <laughs> just we just keep it going. Mm. He's like an eighty year old man. Like I'm, I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna finish. <laughs> but I, I think they will. I think they, I, I feel like it's gonna be way overdue, and the crowd's mm. just gonna be out of it by the time he does get it. Mm. But I, I hope he does, and then I hope he does something. Like, my idea is he wins the title, mm. finishes the story, then enters a program with uh, CM Punk, mm. kind of the two outcasts coming back and then fighting for uh, That's how I would want it. Mm. I see. I but see. a lot of pieces, so I'm not sure if that's ever going to gonna happen we shall see yeah we shall see okay all right well there you go there you go well i mean yes a lot of big things happening in wrestling mm-hmm. uh, particularly on the wwe side of things yeah, but yeah. that is kind of the way that it goes for the first few months of the year yeah that's the thing that's another thing it's still it's still early mm-hmm. you know you never know what tony khan has up his sleeve he yeah. could have a a Amazon Prime deal yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah, because I mean, besides uh, New Japan and all of their contracts coming up, and yep. uh, I saw that Tanahashi yes. is the new yeah yeah president. Tanahashi's the new president. That's a pretty huge thing, yeah, man. Yeah, they're, they're switching things up over there. I think uh, Naito has the the title now. Mm. Uh, the they the Sonata experiment, I think, ran its course. Mm. No one. Uh, no one seemed to enjoy that rain. Uh, I remember watching and him at Forbidden Door with Jungle Boy, and I'm just oh like, yeah, you were there what live. The yeah. fuck <laughs> is hap- Why is this a thing? That was Japan for basically a whole year. Yeah, but they finally got the belt off of him. Mm. Uh, they still have Tanahashi's in for for 
a, a, a whopping couple years because they oh, have yeah. a lot of shit to fix. Yeah. But they have a lot of young guys that are hungry to kind of take over. Mm. So that's the good part. They have Sh- uh, Sh- Shota or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Ren Narita. Um, they have Yuta, the new guy that came in. They have some stars ready to take mm. over. It's just they have to kind of clear off some of those old guys that just are gatekeeping. Yeah. But Okada's leaving, so that opens a spot. <laughs> Naito's kind of on the fence where he's kind of old, so he might take a, a lesser role. Mm. So I think there's going to be – I'm not sure it's going to happen all at once, but in the next couple of years, I think New Japan's going to see kind of like a renaissance. Oh, hopefully. Yeah. And, and yeah. maybe spread out their contracts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy, Tamatanga, that's been kind of one of their main guys for a while. He's also, uh, uh, he's moving to the U.S. So there's a lot of spots opening up. So Tanahashi has a lot of room to play with Mm. over there. All right. All right. Well, there you go. So we shall see what remains and what will happen next week by Mm -hmm. the time all the dust has cleared on Mm -hmm. the Rumble nonsense. Mm -hmm. And who is the Royal Rumble winners? Who are they? So, speaking of interesting, happy birthday to you! <laughs> it's ECW review! It's ECW time, baby. Let's do it, man. Let's fucking go. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. ECW, August the 1st, 2006, from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. And this was broadcasted on Sci-Fi. Do you remember Sci-Fi? I do remember Sci-Fi. That's some of the weirdest fucking shows ever. Yes, 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 yes. So, obviously, some admin, Mm -hmm. because as we go back in time, Mm -hmm. we must understand why we got here. How did we get... Well, in 2005, ECW experienced a bit of a resurgence with a little-known thing called ECW One Night Stand, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was uh, came from the DVD. I don't know if you ever watched the DVD, but the rise and fall of ECW from Mm -hmm. way back then. Did you ever watch that? Never watched the DVD. It is a fantastic DVD. One of the very first. DVD like documentaries where it was like, holy shit, like this is oh, a really whoa. good but, DVD. Sorry to cut you off, but mm. the right the rise to ECW that mm. took place before buying WWE. No, 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 no. So ECW folded in 2001. Yeah. And then in 2004, 2005 ish, mm-hmm. early 2005, maybe, they came out with this DVD. It was along the same time mm-hmm. of. Yeah, but that's what, like it wasn't produced by WWE. It was. It was? Yes. Okay, okay, yes. okay, okay. I so got you. I this got you. was around the same time where they were coming out with the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior, mm. where they were coming out with Roddy Piper's DVD. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just going through a huge thing of just documentaries. Documentary <laughs> <laughs> DVDs were like a thing. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. And ECW, The Rise and Fall, was the one that really took off. Mm. Huge 
sales, a huge thing. So Rob Van Dam pitched the idea, let's do a one-night stand, just a one-off. And it was the most bought B show mm-hmm. that they had had since the invasion in 2001. So it was very close to what some of the WrestleMania numbers were okay. at that time. So they followed it up again. Let's try again in 2006. Let's do another one-night stand. This time, this is Rob Van Dam challenging for the title, Money in the Bank, John Cena. If Cena wins, re-Wyatt. (laughs) That that whole shenanigans. Rah, rah, hua, hua. And in the process of all of the stir, they were like, hey, how about we bring back ECW as an actual television show? Mm. And at first, of course, Shane McMahon pitched the idea that it would be something on WWE.com at the time, Mm. where they could be a bit more risque. They didn't have as many rules and yada, yada, yada. But with the sales of ECW One Night Stand, with the sales of the DVD, with the popularity of ECW on everybody's lips, (laughs) all of a sudden, TV executives come knocking and they're like, hey, how about you put some of that ECW on our television? Yeah. And Vince McMahon is like, okay, pal. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are. However, unfortunately, with that... We have more rules. We have more guidelines. And we also have Vince McMahon putting his nose and fingers in the pudding. (laughs) Case in point, here we go. It is time for the fucking numbers. (laughs) Give it to us, buddy. When in doubt... And number it out. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, you thought I had no numbers. You thought this is still my show. <laughs> this is still your segment, goddammit. That's God damn fucking it. right. <laughs> yeah, Not yeah. only am I going to give you the numbers for this show, I'm also going to give you the buildup of the whole month since their existence. Because we have... In the Hammerstein Ballroom, 2,460 people packing them in, along with a television rating of 2.4. Okay. So, did this show tank the audience like everybody thinks that they did? What were the ratings like before? I will tell you. The first episode saw a 2.8 the next episode saw a 2.3. Mm-hmm. The next episode saw a 2.2. <laughs> the next episode saw a 1.4. Amazing number. Uh-huh. Amazing number. By the way, the big show won the title. Uh- <laughs> when it was 1.4? Mm-hmm. Oh. The next week saw a 2.4 where Ric Flair wrestled in an extreme rules match with Bob Wire and Thumbtacks against the big show for the ECW heavyweight title. Why didn't we review that? <laughs> uh- uh, the next episode was a 2.2, where it was Big Show versus The Undertaker mm-hmm. for the heavyweight title, which ended in no contest. Fantastic. And then finally, we have a 2.2, Big Show versus Kane in the main event. Mm-hmm. So what you're looking at is basically a downward trend. <laughs> And lo and behold, happy birthday to you, Just John. We had an uptick in the ratings for this very episode. 
Okay. There you go. Big Show has main evented and defended the belt almost every week since winning it uh, from Van Dam via drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he's the working man's champ, man. He is the working <laughs> man's champion. He is the working man's champion if there ever was one. So we get right in to the show review. I tasked you, Just John, and I will, I will have you tease me right now. Mm-hmm. What is it? that you love about ECW? What draws you in to extreme championship wrestling? Oh, man. Because my th- like when, when I learned about ECW, mm. I'm not going to lie, the first time I learned about ECW was when, uh, <laughs> is like when uh, well, who was it? Brian Kendrick was there. Mm. So it was like way, <laughs> w- like this was when ECW was on its deathbed, basically. Yeah, it is. Like when... Uh, uh, Bobby Lashley was over there and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get into ECW for a while. But when I did get into ECW, when I actually went back and looked at the old footage and watched the old shows, it was just different. It was like, it was almost like the feeling that you that I got when I first watched um, AEW. Yeah. Where it seemed like people who wanted to be there mm-hmm. and just having fun and trying to just make something out of like, you know, just a bunch of like misfits just trying to mm. make something out of nothing. And every week it was just something different. And it was something fucking re- like one day you would, you would tune in and watch Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis mm-hmm. in a two out of threes, Luchador fucking flying all over the place. Yeah, putting on a clinic. Yeah. Next yeah. time you, you would come in and just see public enemy beating up some jobbers for no reason mm-hmm. or Tommy dreamer and Sandman fucking throwing each other through glass. Or mm. you would have like just a mat wrestling clinic for like every week. It was something different. And it was people who just wanted to be there, who just wanted a break. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then just this version of ECW was just like, <laughs> okay. <'cause I'm- laughs> I was about to get into oh, it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All right. Now hold all right. your horses. All right. All right. We all will right. save that till the end. All right. Don't go spoiling it for the listeners. But that that was basically what 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 drawed me into it, and what like anytime like I need to pick me up, I watch those shows because it's just different. Even even now, it's just different than the shit we have on now. It's just. It's just people having fun, and mm. I like I like watching my wrestling when I know that the person wrestling is enjoying themselves, oh, and it's not cool. like a paycheck where it's like ah, mm. I gotta show up, backflip, I gotcha, I drop gotcha. kick. You guys know the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that I could break your heart, John. I know. Uh- <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we open up. We're going to be having a tag team extreme rules match. That's right. We have weeks of buildup for Mm -hmm. this one. Absolute weeks as Sandman and Tommy Dreamer taking on Mike Knox and Test with Kelly Kelly in the corner. Yes, I think uh, Sandman and Mike Knox are in a feud Mm -hmm. and Tommy Dreamer and... uh, Test are in a whole other a whole other feud as Indeed well. Indeed, they yeah. are. Yes, because we get a recap of Sandman nailing Kelly Kelly in the face with a kendo <laughs> stick. 
She took that like a champ, though. She did. She took it all right in the face. (laughs) Knox pulling Kelly in the way, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, One thing, when uh, Sandman comes out to the uh, non-Metallica music, um, I noticed that when he raises his arm in the air with with Kendall, he's got a tattoo of himself. I've never noticed that. Yeah, he's got a tattoo of his bleeding face. It won't surprise me. It's Sandman. Like nothing that person that man does surprises me one bit. Just very odd. <laughs> <laughs> like those, like the those original EC, like him, Sabu, mm. RVD, anything those guys do, like it doesn't surprise me. They're all batshit insane. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So we have everybody coming into the ring, uh, and then we have uh, Kelly. Kelly has herpes chant. Six seconds in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Sandman's already bleeding. Oh, By yeah. the time the bell rings, he's already cut Absolutely. Up. Yeah. yeah. Because of the, because <laughs> of the beers. Yeah. The beers smashing over his face. Uh, Test gets the cane, but Tommy makes the save. Tommy and Sandman with leg sweep and DDT special. And also, you watch this uh, show on the network, right? Oh, yes. Yes. You saw that they had to mute like the crowd for like oh, a yes. good like ten minutes. Oh before. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once uh, they heard the herpes chants, they're like, "Okay, yeah. let's uh, turn I, that down." I wonder bit. why they never came <laughs> back here. Um, so t- uh, they break out a barbed wire uh, board. Do Tommy and Sandman? Yeah, because the crowd was 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 chanting because they're throwing. I think. Uh, Trash cans in the ring. Absolutely. The fans are chanting, we want tables. And mm-hmm. they're like, we'll do you one better, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will do you one better. Indeed. They break out the barbed wire board. Yep. They send that into the corner, try to run Mike Knox into it. But Test uh, saves Knox with some cane shots to both men. Yep. Yes. Sandman uh, then takes Kelly Kelly and throws her into the ring and out of the way because she was going to get a kendo stick to the face again. Yes. Sandman then hits Knox with canes. He grabs two of them, takes them all the way to the back up to the up to the entrance area there. Meanwhile, Kelly Kelly is in the ring. Tommy Dreamer has dispatched of test yep. and grabs Kelly Kelly, looks to go for a kiss. But of course, no. It's time for a spankage. It's time for a spankage. Mm-hmm. It's time for a little bit of the old spankaroo. Yeah, tell me why you love ECW again. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy, Tommy Dreamer is spanking away. Just spanking yeah. away. Kelly Quite Kelly. a long, a lot. uncomfortable yeah. amount of time. Because I thought it was just going to be the old, like, one mm-hmm. and done. But he was, he was there for a, for a while. Mm-hmm. He was there for a while. And, of course, here he comes. Paul E. Tiredly <laughs> with two <laughs> with two goons. As the crowd chants, you sold out. Oh yes, he Loud did indeed. He did indeed sell oh, out. Yes. He gets into the ring. Uh, Tommy Dreamer is attacked by the two goons, and uh, and Heyman says, "You know, put him through the barbed wire board. Mm-hmm. Put him through it." And in fact, they do. They throw him into the barbed wire board. Uh, Tommy Dreamer is like, eh, eh, oh, God, no. And Test comes in, uh, throws him into the barbed wire board again before hitting the, uh, the uh, uh, what is it, the, the pump handle or the Death Valley driver, Whatever. Yeah. whichever one, yeah. uh, for the victory. 
So not a bad opener, in all honesty. On, it wasn't bad. They really it wasn't. It was not bad. Like, it was quick. When you well, but when, when I came into the show expecting it to be the worst thing ever, first match was not that. Yeah. yeah so. uh, we even go to commercials, mm-hmm. and we come backstage, and, and Paul and his two goons are backstage. Paul Heyman is soaking wet. <laughs> He still has the little hair going oh, on, man. God. Yeah, he looks so bad. Like, he's got no hair back there. He's drenched. And I don't even know what. It couldn't have been sweat. He didn't do anything. He he's probably just did the old Triple H water before yeah. the cameras turn on. Jesus Christ. But he he's backstage, and, and everyone's giving him the cold shoulder because they're like, uh sold out yeah. even though they're also under contracts they but are, hey yeah. he sold out okay, yeah, yeah. this <laughs> is ecw we're talking about he yeah. sold out and then sabu kind of confronts him and he's like why didn't i get a title shot yeah and he's basically sabu like, speaks yeah <laughs> he's like, he says words he's like why didn't i get a title shot and he's like well because you're a lunatic mm. and you're crazy yeah and he doesn't want to put big show through that yeah, yeah. and he's like Okay, yeah. <laughs> I I need you to leave the building right now, all right? Exactly. Because you're gonna you're gonna put our champion, the biggest of the shows, in danger. Yeah. You, a right? hundred and like thirty pound man, yeah. are gonna put our seven two giant That's in right. danger. So look at all the scars here. on you. Yeah. All right, <laughs> look at all the scars on you, you bundle of filth. And I Get honestly have here. never noticed all those scars on him till uh, Paul Heyman pointed out. Oh no, no, it's it's. Notorious, Jesus! Notorious. Guys. Like I knew he had a couple, but when he when Paul Heyman pointed it out, I like paused the video and I'm mm. like, "Have you? God, damn! Have you seen matches where like he literally like gets absolutely gashed open, and Bill Alfonso throws him tape in order to tape himself up as he's wrestling? Like he's gushing blood, and he's just taping himself up." To keep going, see, there's a match with um, it's Terry Funk and Sabu, and oh it's a God. barbed wire I match can already t- yeah. where they remove Jesus. the ropes and replace it with barbed yep, wire. Yep. And he goes into it at one point, and his entire arm, underarm, gets slit open like uh. deadly, deadly slit open. And Bill Alfonso was just like, Here, tape, and Sabu was just, Yep, all right. And <laughs> and continues, and that's that's another reason why I love old school uh, ECW man. They were just in it for the love of the game. Yeah, they were willing to they die. They were just in there for the love of the game. They were willing to die for that you made people. A hundred and fifty dollars, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. off a bounce check. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Uh... <laughs> We get a video package for a debuting CM Punk for his match up next. And now it is match number two, CM Punk with just John. Take us through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's the debut of CM Punk on ECW. Mm -hmm. uh, And he's facing... uh, ECW vet, as the commentator said. And kept saying. Yep. <laughs> and and just, in, just incredible. Just incredible. Just incredible. 
incredible. CM Punk immediately gets a huge crowd reaction. You already have the signs, the Pepsi logos is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, he he gets. I thought there was gonna be a a, a a quicker squash match than what it was, but uh, Justin gets some some decent offense in mm-hmm. uh, early. He gets a a little three amigos action going on uh, that surprised me. A single leg uh, Boston crab going. Uh, he got way more offense than I thought he would, uh, but it doesn't last long. Uh, Punk hits him with a, a springboard clothesline, and uh, then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk hits him with a signature uh, a combo that he does. The knee into knee the bulldog. Knee to the bulldog. Anaconda Vice. That's his debut. Honestly, yeah, it was three minutes. Yeah, it was very short. That is the start of the summer of Pasha's kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the start of uh, CM Punk in ECW. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a very good reaction from the crowd. Yeah. So the, the New York faithful seem to know who he is Apparently. and have done their research on the man. Yeah. See, that was interesting to me because, you know, as... Uh, by the time I was in 2006, I would have been 11 years old, mm-hmm. would have uh, turned 11, so I would have been introduced to things like TNA wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, I would have been doing that periodically. I would have had no idea who this man was. <laughs> yeah, because he's ROH. I don't think ROH was even on TV back yeah, then. No, it wasn't. Unless you were, like, trading DVDs or, like, yeah. in the actual, like, in that circle. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think... But... Apparently, the, most of the ECW people were. Hey, listen, they they knew this guy. Amazing to me that tape trading was so in. Yeah, man. Then, and people just knew who these <laughs> nobodies were. You know? I'm like, telling because, yeah, he, he came and people had signs. They like they knew they like knew his thing. So like, yeah, they knew they his knew. shit. Yeah. Who knew? But uh, I'll tell you who I know. I'll tell you who I know. All right? ECW extremists. Oh my god! <laughs> I know these ECW guys like the back of my hand. Do you? Synonymous with extreme championship wrestling are these can, two gentlemen can, here. Can you name? Can you name me one? One. You're goddamn right. right I can. Give, give it. A You're twist. goddamn give right. I can. I can. The Brooklyn Brawler. I don't. I don't. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> you know, what? give me, give me someone else, give me someone else. Cause I don't think the Brooklyn Brawler. You got it. All right, give me another EC- ECW OG. OG, yes, sir. OG Olympic gold Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all right, both of those two guys aren't easy, but I, they, they, no reason to mention them. They, they won't even be seeing you. But. It- in what universe would those two guys share a ring? In match number three. God. <laughs> In match number three, it is the Brooklyn Brawler versus Kurt Angle. Brooklyn Brawler comes out. He says, I'm right where I belong. I'm too extreme for Raw. They, can't, they don't extreme. want me over there. Too extreme for Raw. They don't want me over there. I'm too crazy for SmackDown. <laughs> I'm too tough for them. Get someone hurt over there. That's right. I am right where I belong in ECW, (laughs) right here in New York. And I'm going to be the ECW heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. 
Tell, where's the line? I'm waiting for you to tell where's me. Where's the none. line? All right. And then the the music hits. The music hits, and it's the bad version of the Kurt Angle theme. <laughs> Just the terrible version of the Kurt Angle song that takes out the you suck part. Oh, my God. No sing-along with the champ. And and Kurt just has the, the that weird stare in his eyes where he doesn't really know what the fuck's going on. Uh, perk angle. Yeah, perk angle. Known. Yeah, two thousand. Uh, yeah, two thousand and six. Uh, perk angle. Taking painkillers out the wazoo. <laughs> He's got a descended testicle or something like that. He's got like a bruised groin or some shit. They, I think they just wheel him up to the entrance uh, and then just let him loose like uh, a caged animal. Just <laughs> pop open the pill bottle. Suck it down. Get that burst of adrenaline like Popeye. He was walking towards the ring and there was nothing, nothing in those eyes. Dead behind the eyes. He was just. ECW grills. (laughs) Yeah, but he was just ready to go. And if I were the Brooklyn Bro, I would have forfeited the match. I'd be like, you know what? He's got it. He might as well have because it's a squash match in every Mm -hmm. sense of the word. Kurt Angle and Brooklyn Baller go nose to nose in the first 10 seconds. Kurt delivers a headbutt and then locks in the ankle lock. Bob's your uncle. Mm -hmm. That's it. Tap Mm -hmm. out. We're done. Kurt Angle. ECW. ECW. Brooklyn Brawler. ECW's (laughs) finest. But the, the good thing is that that's it. Mm-hmm. We're back to just ECW guys. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we we're even hyping them. Come on, we're even hyping them Come in on. promo <laughs> package form with the reject Shannon Moore, who's sitting. <laughs> oh my god! Who's sitting in a subway with a bunch of gross normies? Yeah. He's sitting on the floor in the subway, clearly blocking a door so that nobody can exit. Being just the worst person in a subway station. That's right. The worst emo goth kid. And he just... I'm lucky that era died. Yeah. I'm lucky that era died. He looks at the screen, and that's it. That's all you need. And then you get a hype package for the other guy. I don't know what his name was. Mm. Um Hmm. But he was like a vampire. Ah, yes, Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne, yes. He gets a hype package. vampire, he's... yes. He's ready to suck the blood out of the extremes. But I don't think there's much left in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is so like, and so this is the point where the vampires are being romanticized, but haven't turned into, you know, glittering teenagers yeah. as they will in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So Kevin Thorne is supposed to be like all seductive and sexy with this woman. Mm-hmm. And he keeps like going towards her <laughs> neck. neck. Yeah. But doesn't actually do anything. He doesn't bite or anything. No, it doesn't bite, doesn't lick, Nothing. doesn't do anything. He like, just kind of like smells her neck yeah. and then like goes back and like, and yeah. like almost recoils at the thought yeah. of her smell because he like backs away right away. So it's. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> and then he has the, the vampire teeth, but it's like clearly the ones yeah. that you would buy in yeah. like Party City. Right? So the ones that will definitely fall off if he does try some. But it's like. 
use some movie magic here, man. Like, this is the ones that could use a bit of editing, like vintage ECW, or, or at least have like the the holes in her neck. So, like, at least it gives yeah. up. Like, all right, he's he maybe he's full. Yeah, like he's <laughs> just finished. Yeah, he's already mummified her. You know, but, like commit to the bit. Yeah. Like, fucking at least lick her neck. But, but he's just Jesus. like on her neck, like. Yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, that's I like the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, good God. Okay. That's so, what ECW is all about, vampires. Hey, we're building stars. Yes, man. We are building stars. Here we go. Main event time. <laughs> this, oh, boy. This is my favorite main event I've ever fucking watched. Mm, this, mm. Was, this was gold. For the ECW title. <laughs> It is the big show. The big nasty. Mm -hmm. The big nasty. Mm -hmm. Paul White. With the animal Batista. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Um, (laughs) The fans, they're loving it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chance of you both suck. Fuck this match. Listen, when they first get in the ring, mm. the crowd starts chanting RVD. Yeah. A man who's not even in the match. Yeah. A man who's suspended. <laughs> so <laughs> And is very knowingly suspended. So that's the worst thing you want to hear. Uh-huh. Boring. Boring. All they do. We got do, some Sabu chants. That's right. All they do in the first two minutes, amongst all of these chants, like the... Gotta give it to the Hammerstein people because they were firing off oh, those yeah, chants. Yeah. Like before one ended, another one took its place. Take a shower was yeah, another take good a shower. one that I liked. Amazing. So all they do in the first two minutes is they do two lockups mm-hmm. and three punches. Because because at one point, Big Show sends Batista to the outside. Mm-hmm. And I guess they, they, they were going to do like some stalling. Yeah. But the crowd was not having it. Yeah. And so Big Show immediately gets distracted by the crowd. <laughs> so he's in the ring and he's fighting back with the crowd. And you can <laughs> see Batista on the on the ape on the outside, kind <laughs> of like being like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? What's happening? And Big Show's completely out of the match <laughs> at this point. Like he is he's fighting with the crowd. With the crowd. Yeah. He's, this is the uh, this is the point where uh, he's getting uh, the the bath chance. Yeah, he says, um, "Fuck you." Yeah. All Sabu of, and RVD chants ringing. All of Batista's on the ground, like, dude, like, what are we? Yeah. Are we gonna finish the match? Are you gonna do your own thing? <laughs> and every time they would like get, like, every time they would get some action going, Big Show would get distracted, yeah. and Batista's just like, same old shit. Same old shit was a good one. Same old shit, chance. same old. So, and they said same old. Sh- the, that that chant started right as they were doing a a, a collar novel yeah. lock. <laughs> Uh, so they have to cut to commercial break, mm-hmm. but we stay with the commercial. One of the few times that the WWE network does the footage that you don't see for all of your favorite chants. And that and you it, suck dick. And it got so, it, it was so weird. Cause like there was no mm-hmm. commentary. Yeah. So you just saw this like this giant mm-hmm. arguing with people. All yep. while people are just chatting. Yep. A <laughs> refund. <laughs> All of this stuff. Big Show gets on the mic and says, kiss my ass, I'm the champ. (laughs) All while Batista's just looking like, what is Just standing there. He's just like, like, is this this what they usually (laughs) do here? What is going on? Uh, Big Show calls a man a pussy. (laughs) 
I love it. And we're back live, and Joey Styles and Taz are doing just the worst job covering <laughs> for all of this. As they're saying, these this crowd is active right now, oh says God. Joey Styles. Taz is like, the, the, the crowd's chanting boring, but this match ain't boring <laughs> at all. What are they talking God, about? That's Joey Styles. Mm-hmm. So the match is nothing but punches and clotheslines. Mm-hmm. Change the channel. Chance erupt. And at the the first match, they mm. turned down the volume of the crowd. Yeah. This match, it was just so many that yeah. they were just like, yeah. You can't do anything. Otherwise, the, the show would be mute. <laughs> <laughs> Change the channel. Headbutt by the big show. A body slam. Uh, by uh, by Batista to Big, and that that was the only reaction the crowd was like. Ooh, okay, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. that was nice." Uh, fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> <laughs> fuck this match! A suplex off the second rope, and this crowd still shits on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. a choke slam by Big, but a kick out at two, which I I. I commend Big Show for that one mm. and Batista. Mm. If I were them, I would have called an on him and be like, nope, yeah. nope, this is it. We're going We're wrapping it. So when I saw him kick out, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big Show reverses a Batista bomb into a side slam. He then grabs hold of the ECW title. He this. has the momentum. He hit a choke slam. He hit the side, mm-hmm. he, the the white noise kind of looking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh um, my god. Yeah, no, he hits a side slam, grabs the title. The crowd is still shitting on this. The crowd is still. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> the crowd is still just absolutely tearing apart this match. Big Show with one of the worst belt shots. Yeah, just dinks shoulder, him. Shoulder shot. Yeah. A little, little bit of the shoulder. Just dinks him in the face. Shitty DQ finish mm-hmm. in ECW. And Sabu arrives. And the crowd's back. For a hell of an ovation. Oh, yeah. It's as if it was almost planned. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Let the crowd take over just yeah. to have a huge pop. Because you know that Vince McMahon was like, they'll love it. It's Batista. <laughs> big beefy man. What, what, the big, uh, what does Big E say? Big beefy men slapping me. Bumping me. Bumping me. Yeah. yeah, but Vince McMahon is like, yeah, it's Batista. What are you talking about? And Paul Heyman is just half asleep. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Just send out Sabu at the end. Nobody give it. Because Sabu shows up and good God. The eruption for Sabu, yep. who comes in, steel chair, dinks Big Show in the face a couple of times, gets to the top rope, does a drop kick to the steel chair, to Big Show, who falls through the announce table. And that is how you end the show. Yep. So. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can call a match of the night or a standout star. <laughs> I think the only match of the night would be the mm-hmm. tag match. Yes. Yeah. But let's have some final thoughts about this version of ECW from our birthday boy himself, 
<laughs> just John, and then I might give my two cents as well. Of course, but of but course. the floor is the birthday boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, first of all, just to kind of put a, a, a ribbon on, on this show in particular, if you're a fan of train wrecks, like I know I am, mm. like I like a good uh, mess of a show mm-hmm. every now and then. Yeah. If you're if you're one if you're like me, definitely check this show out because mm. it's it's a beautiful disaster. <laughs> like it's a disaster. You're not gonna have like a five star match, mm. but if you just like watching shit fall apart <laughs> in real time, this is definitely because from the get go it was just. Going downhill, downhill, yeah. downhill, yeah. until it completely crashed in the main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a fan of that, definitely watch this. This 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 event was actually really funny mm-hmm. to watch yes. in context. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, this this version of ECW, man, compared to like what it used to be, it's basic. What what I would call it, it's basically like a prototype to what NXT would become. Uh. Like this had nothing to do with ECW. <laughs> I feel like they, like you said, they they, they did the whole rise and fall of ECW, Indeed. the two one night stands. Yes, I think they viewed it more of a brand mm-hmm. than what it actually than what it actually was. They didn't. Mm. They knew that there was a following, but they didn't know like that following was more of a community than it was like they weren't just tuning in because it was ECW. Mm. You know, they were tuning in because they bought into what uh, uh, Paul Heyman was selling to them. Mm-hmm. They bought into that idea, but WWE saw it more of a of a brand, basically. Yeah. Let's fucking let's get the shit. It's making money. Let's put the WWE logo behind it. <laughs> Send in a couple WWE guys, and let's start printing money. That's a whole new belt for us, a whole new demographic. So when when they did that and the community that is the ECW community, they were like, where are our guys? Where are the people that we invested our time in? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Um, so that that's what it is. I feel like WWE just saw it as a brand and it's basically like the prototype to what NXT would be, where it was like, we're going to send our young guys there mm. or our guys that we have nothing for. We're going to send them over there, let them stay warm mm. and then come back into the main roster whenever you guys are ready type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think like, that's what this, this version of ECW kind of felt like. At right. Least for me. right. Yeah. yeah. So would you call this a bastardization? <laughs> Of your faithful ECW, I I just think it it, it wasn't in the hands of uh, they didn't know what they had. That's what <laughs> that's what it is. They didn't. I feel like if they if they knew, like for example, like if Triple H, a, a person that's kind of more in tune with the wrestling community. Mm. If you give him this same con, like if you give Triple H AEW right now. I feel like he'll know better than to just be like, oh, this is kind of just like a brand. Let's send some WWE guys over there. You know what Mm. I'm saying? Like, he'll know that there's a community behind it, that you can't just give them the big show every fucking weekend (laughs) and they're going to be happy about it. But I think uh, with Vince being in control back then Mm. 
and we all know the stories of Vince. I don't think he's like, no, we got to do right by the community. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a shit. He's just like, hey, put this on TV. Send Big Show down there. We're not doing shit with him right now. Print money. Yes. And that's just not how it was. Right? Mm-hmm. This is not how it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is, yeah, this is not your ECW. But what are your thoughts on 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 both both ECWs? Honestly, both oh, ECWs. I, I loved this episode of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode of ECW. Um, I loved the cash grabby nature. <laughs> That's what cash grab. This one, that's what it is. It's a crap. It's a cash grab. I loved the incompetence and ignorance mm-hmm. <laughs> of the just the balls to go into the Hammerstein ballroom and being like, you know what the main event's gonna be. <laughs> you know what it feels. You're, you're always reading books, so you know how mm. it feels like. It feels like. When an author spends years writing this book and building mm. this fan base, mm. and then you see the movie, yeah. and they completely fuck it up, <laughs> and you're just like, why didn't you just... The books are there. Yeah. Just do what the book, what's in the books. It's basically that. It's nah, like, nah. you have a bl- blueprint there. Do this, <laughs> but with money. Yeah. But they're like, no, no, no. Because we have the stars, you see. <laughs> You know, we have the stones, okay? So your Axel Rottens and your Sandmans, <laughs> you know, they won't work here. No, no. Not, not in the big WWE. This is the big time. Okay, they don't know what a hard camera is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they've never changed in a real locker room before. They've never had. A locker room before. They've never even had catering before. We gave you sandwiches. (laughs) We gave you cheese and crackers. What's it called? Charcuterie board. That's right. You will do as we say. (laughs) Um but yes, I I (laughs) Oh my god. Um I yeah, so I love that. <laughs> we gave you a Kelly Kelly. You we gave a you Kelly, a Kelly. Kelly Kelly. The bitches that you were picking up off the street in the nineties. Look at this nineteen-year-old Q-tip. <laughs> she's no one tooth McGee over there. She has all her teeth. Yeah, every single she, one of them. She's not a mama. <laughs> She's not a single parent <laughs> stripping oh for cash. So yeah, I I I love the cash grabbing nature of it. I love the just ineptitude and the ignorance and arrogance and just slapping the audience in the face of no we will tell you what you want we will tell you what you're gonna have not only we are gonna tell you but we're gonna go into your territory right and and (laughs) we're going to show you yeah this is not the ecw that you're gonna get anymore (laughs) this is the ecw that we're gonna give you and we'd appreciate if you didn't shit on it please (laughs) (laughs) um 
but you know, for me, the the old ECW, I was never a big fan of the old ECW. Never have been, and I probably never will be. But we yeah, might fair. explore it one day yeah. uh, for the colossal tussle. You never know. Um, but I understand the significance of ECW. I understand the importance of it. And I think what this kind of all boils down to is a situation of know your audience. Yeah. Like, know your audience. Know your crowd. Mm -hmm. And recognize that if they had called it anything else... If they had put any other letters on it, it would be fine. Super fine. No one would shit on yep. it. Yep. If they're like, "Hey, we're just gonna we're gonna get the ECW guys contract and yeah. put them in EBA, whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call yeah. it, FCW." Yeah. But the fact that they took ECW and they yeah. promoted it as this, this is, is ECW. ECW. Yeah. Yeah, that was immediately your death nail because you're like, hey, we're going to get the money out of it for yep. the branding, 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 and then we're going to do whatever we want with it. Yep. And it's like, mm. <laughs> not happening. I don't think you are, though. And so, yeah, you have to know your audience and the ECW audience, which is so rabidly loyal, and to do it in New York City, which is so rabidly loyal. Mm -hmm. And they have always known that with Philadelphia and New York and, and things of that nature. Fuck, WWF was built in New York. Yep. So you would think, you're like, it's ingrained in you. <laughs> Right, and like every year that you that they would go to New York in this time period, and they didn't give them something that they would enjoy, they shit on it, and they let you know. Yep. Madison Square Garden, WrestleMania twenty, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Yep. Right there in New York City, that was twenty thousand people. And they're and they're doing that. They did that to the company that they've basically watched. Yeah. From its infancy exactly. till WrestleMania 20. Right. And if they were able to do that to you guys. Yeah, right. So it's like <laughs> every year that you do this, so you like you should know yep. better. Uh, but it's like, no. Again, it's a situation of like, we will tell you what you're getting. Yep. <laughs> and you will like it. And it was kind of the Vince McMahon mindset. That's what I was going to say. For that's been ages. His MO. Yeah, that's been his MO and, for years. Yeah. And it never kind of went away. Mm -hmm. Not until he was ousted from power. Yeah. So there, there you have it. But, <laughs> but yes, a beautiful disaster in every sense of the word. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like, um, like all jokes aside, if you like watching just train wrecks, like this mm -hmm. is one of those good ones. Absolutely, this is one of those. Yeah, good ones. a classic, oh, an yeah, all timer. Yeah. And yeah, as I say, they never return to the Hammerstein Ballroom <laughs> again. No. Uh, from then on, it's just miscellaneous arenas all around the world. Uh, this coming after episodes of SmackDown. Yeah. So every single time ECW was being done to a dead crowd and just died a death. A very slow and painful death that lasted all the way until I think like 2010. Yeah. Like they had this going on for I a think long old they stretch. Had you know, like those 30 minutes that they give main event? I yeah. think they had that spot until they yeah. rebranded. Exactly. But yeah, they were on so, there for a 
wild. And they wild. just bastardized ECW until it could no longer yep. withstand the weight. Paul Heyman at was gone by the, the end of the at year. At least they sold that one uh, video game. That SmackDown versus Raw versus ECW, yeah, like in go. the fine yeah. print. Yeah, they got it. SmackDown versus Raw. Yeah, and ECW's also yeah, they wedged it in <laughs> with the six ECW guys. <laughs> I think it was like Ezekiel Jackson. I think yeah. it was like yeah, like only six guys. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer. And then they had like the, the stage. Oh my yeah. god! There you go. That's all you get. And there you have it. So that was ECW in August of 2006 with another episode in the books. We move thusly back to our regularly scheduled programming, which was WCW circa 1989. It's been so long, I almost forgot. From one failing promotion to another. That's right. That's right. (laughs) But uh, yes, we're going to be watching the the Clash of Champions, Mm -hmm. Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat 2. That's right. Uh, what does uh, Chris Jericho say? Part deuce. Yeah, yes, part yes. Deuce. <laughs> part, deuce. part deuce. Yes, but we're going to be looking at that. We're going to be exploring that. I've never watched that match before. Me neither. So it's going to be exciting to see what uh, what happens there mm-hmm. and, and where that's going to take us. But until then... Thank you so much for joining us for this, another episode in the book of the Colossal Tussle Podcast, where you can find us on all sorts of platforms as we are an international podcast. (laughs) We are reaching all over the place in places like... Uh, you can find us on Drumroll. Mm-hmm. There it is. <laughs> Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, mm-hmm. Stitcher if it's still around, mm-hmm. Audible, mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube. Make sure you guys go subscribe to our YouTube, like it, uh, put a little comment on there. There's all that fun stuff. Um, honestly, anywhere where you can find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, Amazon Music as well. Mm-hmm. Uh Twitter at the Colossal Tussle One. So a lot of places where you guys can go, interact with us, find our show, mm-hmm. uh, download it, listen to it on your commute to work, on your commute from work, uh, even on your lunch break. You know, yeah. so yeah. a lot of places where you can get that. So it doesn't matter what device you own or mm-hmm. what streaming service you have. We're probably on there, so just search up the Colossal Tussle. Exactly. And you can, give us a listen. Yeah, you search us up, you're having a listen, and you're having a listen in your most personal of places mm-hmm. when you're hiding away in work, in the bathroom, taking a shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. that is the prime <laughs> location to listen and absorb KJ Johnson and Just John. And once you explain to your boss who you're listening to, they'll be like, ah, oh, it's fine. Oh, they'll I hear mean, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hear us through the stalls. They'll hear us through the doors, the padlock doors, as we talk about things like ECW and Toe Sucking Tony. Oh my God. And all the great things. That's going to kick your ass. Let it never die. <laughs> but indeed, at Colossal Tussle One on Twitter, you yes. follow us there for all of the action, all of the stuff that we're going to be posting, which will become more active in the coming days. Along with at Director KJ on Instagram, where I do all of my promoting on not just the Colossal Tussle, but also the other podcasts that I partake in, like the Merry Wanderers and the Fake Off yes. Show. Yes. Thank you very much for those fellas for joining 
putting uh, for allowing me to join mm-hmm. on their wacky ride, one of the you know most fun podcasts that I've always had, the Merry Wanderers. I saw that your uh, your guinea pig had a cameo mm-hmm. on guinea, one of those. guinea yeah. peach guinea peach had a cameo. Had yes, a cameo. indeed. Yes. So if you do want to see his guinea pig, yeah, and you want to see what out. I look like in the flesh, go check it out. Merry Wanderers on YouTube and all mm-hmm. that stuff on Rumble. It's a good time. No alcohol required, but maybe some marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> As well as exciting news on the Colossal Tussle front, we will be opening up a Patreon. That's right, a Patreon, where uh, we will have more details in store, but we're going to have a little bit of special little one-offs, kind of like this birthday bonus. Uh, We might be moving over the Saturday night's main event reviews over onto the Patreon and make that a Patreon exclusive for all of you that love that retro wrestling stuff and want to continue listening to that stuff on a more regular basis rather than every year and a half or so. Along with other goodies and all that stuff as details will come out. Probably by the next episode, we will have that all hashed out for you guys to come and to come and talk to us on a more private level and maybe get shout-outs and stuff like that with your name (laughs) for the Colossal Tussle podcast. But until the next episode, be that Clash of the Champions 1989, for just John, I am KJ Johnson. Thank you for listening. We are out. Where you're going to, you can't be sure